everyone, it's Jessica Motherwell and this is another episode of Take 5. Five minutes for you to look into something that might be on your mind. So today we're going to look at uh, why it's important to avoid overgeneralizing to groups such as women and men when you're trying to make a scientific point. So when we look at the great diversity within women, all the kinds of women that live on our planet, and when we look at all the great diversity within all men who live on the planet, it turns out the very vast difference from individual to individual within those two groups is far more extreme than any group difference, any average difference you're going to find between um, the mythical average woman and the mythical average man. So in this course, Psychology of Gender, it's very important to be a critical thinker and think scientifically about where the true vast differences lie. And any uh, difference, any statistical difference we may find between uh, a group of women and a group of men, we ask ourselves, is that meaningful uh, when we consider the great differences, the variability among the individuals in the group? Most times when we look at the, when we, when we do careful meta-analytic studies, that is when we, when we clump piles of studies together and we look for big mega trends, we do not find significant, socially significant or statistically significant differences between women and men as groups. So, given that, when you are writing your journal, you'll want to be avoiding overgeneralizing some phenomenon you might be finding in your life and ascribing that to your uh, respective genders, uh, wherever you see yourself on the gender spectrum. So a lot of times I might read a journal where someone will say, well, because I'm a woman, I favor makeup or I favor social interactions and because my partner is a male he dislikes makeup and he's not good at social uh, interactions and that's relying on a stereotype um, using what seems like a, a group phenomenon in order to support something that's happening for you personally. But the truth is, many, many, many women do not wear or like makeup. And many, many, many women are not good in social settings. And, and also, many, many men do like and wear makeup. And many, many men are good in social settings. So by by using a, an inaccurate social stereotype, your journal is already off kilter, off of your truth, and in a mythical place. And so you can't make progress. You can't make a true discovery about what's truly going on for you because you're relying 
on and using social myths uh, as your uh, your gold standard when what you should be looking at is what is actually happening in your life. So the consequence of using unexamined, inaccurate sex role stereotypes is that you can't see the true role gender has played for you. And in addition, you can't see how gender may be being expressed differently amongst individuals. It, the use of sexual stereotypes tends to cause binary vision, woman or man. It tends to mask that there's a great continuum, that there's many genders and many ways to express or not express gender. So in this course and in this journal, you'll find that you that it will be important to have zero instances where you generalize to groups, um, especially groups of women and men. The journal is your place and your time to honor the lived experiences you've had. By keeping this journal, I hope you get to appreciate just how much your life matters. I'm Jessica Motherwell, and you've been listening to my podcast for the psychology of gender online at UBC. I hope you'll come back again for another Take 5 break. And remember, our world needs the real you.